Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. John Buzika, 1480 WHBC. Go to the phone line for the final time today. Bring in our final guest, and that is state representative in David Leland, who is our guest this morning. State Rep, how are you this morning, sir? I'm doing great. How, how's the married man? Oh, I'm 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 great. I'm doing really really well. It's uh, it was the best day of our lives, and uh, every day since then has been a little bit better. Yeah, I thought marriage was so great. I even did it twice. <laughs> There you go. There you go. That's the way to do it. After doing that once, Allie and I both looked at each other and said we could never imagine doing that again. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah. the work uh, that goes I'm into sure it. Well, I'm sure you'll. I'm sure. You'll, I'm sure this will work out great for you guys. We hope so. We really, really hope so. Uh, State Representative, I I know that this is a topic of discussion: anti-protesting bills that have been uh, not just coming out here in Ohio, but nationwide. These things have been coming out in different states, and I guess I wanted to get your basic opinion on this, and then maybe we can start to unpack some of the details around that. But what are your thoughts on some of these bills? Well, I mean, look, we have constitutional protections of freedom of speech and freedom of assembly, and these bills are trying to assault those protections. You know, the history of the United States is built on, um, you know, assembly and freedom of speech and social protest. I mean – you know whether you're the the the, the tea, tea party back in the 1790s or the Boston massacre or whether the abolitionist movement in the 1840s or the women's movement or the labor movement or the civil rights movement i mean most social programs that started in this country started in the streets that's where they started because we're our country our foundation our whole way of being as a, as a constitutional republic has been about freedom of speech and freedom of assembly. And so th- that's what's happening now. That's what's happening now. People are addressing what they consider to be a very serious issue about racial equality or racial inequality, and they're taking it to the streets so that people will see it and understand how important it is. And, and, and that's an important part of America, and I, I'm, I'm fearful of these pieces of legislation that are trying to shut that down. When it comes to trying to shut that down, what do you think has been the crux behind that? Is there a certain person, a certain movement, a certain thing that has led to that? And and why do you think it's led to that, if so? Well, I think people just don't like what those people are, are protesting. I mean, they don't like the fact that these people are protesting and they, they're looking for ways to, to shut it down. They use the, they use the, the byline of uh, or the moniker of law and order, you know, uh, and law and order, we're going to we're going to shut things down. Well, look, everybody is opposed to breaking the law. If, if people are breaking the law, they should be they should be punished for breaking the law. But, you know, people shouldn't be punished for exercising their constitutional protections of freedom of speech and freedom of assembly. I mean, I'm I'm sure that uh, the, the, the slave traders said that the. Um, that the people who rescued slaves during the Dred Scott period were, you know, were breaking the law and we needed law and order. 
Um, I know that when uh, strike breakers and tinkers and agents uh, mowed down workers during the labor movement, they were saying, hey, this we're protecting law and order. And I remember, you know, the the segregationist sheriffs like Bull Connor in the South during the 60s that, hey, you know, we're just protecting law and order. They always use the law and order uh, to try to shut down movements that are happening in this country. Everybody's in favor of making sure that that people follow the law, but but we have a right, we have a protected right of freedom of speech and assembly, and we should be protecting that, not attacking it. State Representative David Leland is my guest. David, do you think that this is part of a larger problem that's growing, that's like a divide within our political landscape? Or am I... Or am I off base in asking that question? No, no, I think, but this isn't new, though. I mean, it, 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 it's part of a political divide. But you remember, this was George Wallace back in the 60s, law and order. I mean, you know, people use this um, as a way of, of, of addressing people who are trying to change um, society through social means in, in, through their use of the First Amendment. I mean, this has been going on in this country for hundreds of years, well, for 200 years anyway. And, and, and it's really not that new, um, but, you know, it's being used this time to, to shut down people who are trying to demonstrate the, the, the problems we have with racial injustice in this country. Um, and people are saying, well, you know, it's, we, you know, they have to follow the law. Of course they have to follow the law. But, you know, what they're doing with bills like in the state of Ohio is that they're raising the criminal penalties to extraordinary heights, uh, things that are already against the law. It's already against the law to break a window. It's already against the law to paint uh, part of the Capitol building. It's already against the law to do all those things. But they want to make these significant felonies to do that. Uh, And they also want to make it a significant felony if any of these type of activities occur during a demonstration so that you can do all these kind of activities in the normal course of life, and they're only misdemeanors. But under this legislation, if you're engaged in a demonstration uh, and this type of activity occurs, all of a sudden it's a third-degree felony with with a penalty of up to three years in jail. So it's a chilling effect on the First Amendment. That's the last thing that we want to do. We don't want to be discouraging people from using their constitutional protections of freedom of speech and freedom of assembly. And that's why these bills are so troublesome. Why is it that, and and I don't know, maybe I already know the answer to this question, but why is it that this always seems to happen when there is a large plea to end racial injustice that's happening in this country? Well, I I think it happens. This is happening now, but, you know, it happened you know, when when the labor movement was moving back in the 30s, um, you know, law and order, you know, they were Pinkerton agents shot down families that were striking just for a, just for a living wage. You know, you saw it in the civil rights movement um, with Martin Luther King. I mean, you know, if, if one of these bills was in effect uh, when Martin Luther King was 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 uh, working in the civil rights arena, um he would have been in jail um, during the time he was supposed to be giving his I Have a Dream speech because he was arrested in Birmingham for violating one of the provisions that's also included in one of these in one of these legislative proposals. But the time in jail would have been so extensive that he still would have been in jail when he was supposed to be giving his I Have a Dream speech. I mean, this is, you know, so so I'm not saying that people are, are, are not doing this now because of because of 
people that are demonstrating for social justice, but it's also something that's happened before. People have always fallen back on the on the law and order um, excuse to try to shut people up. But Americans aren't going to be shut up. I mean, that's not what we're about, okay? We're about speaking our minds. We're about using our constitutional protections to call out inequity when we see it. We're not going to be shut up, and, and we shouldn't be, and that's why these, these bills are a problem. Well, and, and maybe, if anything, State Representative David Leland, has this past year of insurrection and so many things, has it shown the strength of the American political way and of the Constitution and of the Bill of Rights? Is it, has it shown the strength of that, you think? It has to me. I mean, I think this is our finest moment. When I see people going to the streets and, and taking the responsibility of, of moving society in a direction towards justice and equity, to me, that's our, that's our finest moment. That's what America is. That's what we were created for. That's, you know, America was created on the basis of an idea, of an idea where we could actually control our own destiny, where people could actually try to achieve up to their ability. I mean, we haven't reached that yet. I mean, we haven't reached the, 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 the point where we want to be because we're still growing. But when I see young people, especially young people, when I see young people, you know, throwing down their phones and their video games and going on the streets and talking about issues that are important and trying to make society better, I'm very, very excited about the future of America. And we should be encouraging that, not trying to attack it. State Representative David Leland, my guest, uh, State Representative, last question for you here. What is the next step then to, I guess, prevent this from happening and make sure that these discussions go in the right manner for the United States and that we don't restrict those abilities for our citizens? Well, you know, we're Democrats. We're in the minority. These are Republican bills. I mean, we're going to have to do everything we can to, to keep it from happening. I mean, what we've seen with these, with these pieces of legislation is a tremendous outpouring of people that have come to Columbus, that have braved, you know, the, 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 the COVID crisis and other problems in, in coming down to testify against legislation. But we've seen hundreds of people that have shown up to, to say not to do this, to, to oppose this legislation, phone calls, uh, other kind of activities. People are very upset that we're even considering these pieces of legislation. And I'm hoping that that effort combined with even being on a radio show like this and talking about the threats to our democracy that, uh, that are happening at the state house today, that will give people pause and think maybe this isn't something that we need to do. And I'm hopeful that uh, minds will, will be changed and that they'll recognize the importance of, of, of bolstering and supporting the Constitution and the First Amendment as opposed to attacking it. State Representative David Leland, I always appreciate the time, sir. Um, thanks for the well wishes for the wedding this past weekend. I appreciate that as well, and uh, we'll talk again soon. Look forward to it. Thank you.